0: Hey friend, my name is Isaac. I work at Back to the Bible Canada and I have the great privilege of leading their young adult ministry called In Doubt. In Doubt seeks to bring the gospel to the relevant issues of life and faith that young adults face every day, cultivating conversation. What you're listening to right now is a unique interview with Jeff Lacine, a local church pastor from Portland, Oregon. As you know, our Canadian government has said that October 17th, 2018, and maybe subject to change, uh, will be the date that recreational marijuana becomes legal in Canada. Now, I'm sure yourself and other church leaders and pastors have heard and have thought about this, but I thought it might be a good idea to ask some questions to a pastor who has been in a state where recreational marijuana has now been legal for three years now. I think it was in 2015 when it became legal. Now, I don't know about you, but I think it's important that we critically and biblically think about the issue of specifically recreational marijuana before October hits. You know, our congregants, uh, our young adults, our students will most likely ask questions and it would do us well, as leaders and pastors in the church, to have good answers for them. At In Doubt, we've done quite a bit of ministry work towards the issue of recreational marijuana, and you can find it all at indoubt.ca slash marijuana. Indoubt.ca slash marijuana. Anyways, here's my conversation with Jeff Lassine. Well, I have with me today uh, the pastor of Selwood Church in Portland, Oregon, Jeff Lassine. Uh, He's graduated from Bethlehem Seminary, and now uh, he's written different articles for different ministries, but obviously pastors, that's his his thing. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today, Jeff.
1: It's great to be with you, Isaac.
0: Let's jump in here. When recreational marijuana becomes legal this year in Canada, church leaders, pastors, elders, and young adults, pastors, and youth leaders... We all need to be prepared uh, to have answers for confused people, for people that are maybe just ignorant when it comes to it. Uh, and we're hoping you, Jeff, could help us get prepared from what you have studied, what you've learned, what you've been through, uh, also pastoring in a an area that has already has you know legalized recreational marijuana. So firstly, just as an intro point, when did recreational marijuana actually become legal in Oregon? and were you a pastor at that time or no?
1: Yeah, so I, I was when recreational marijuana became legal, but marijuana has been pretty much celebrated above in, in a different way than in other states uh, in the union in Oregon. So in 1973, Oregon became the first state to actually decriminalize marijuana. For so having an ounce or less of marijuana just was a was punishable only by a fine. It wasn't actually a, a crime since 1973. Um, and then in 1998, uh, Oregon was one of the first states to have a medical marijuana act. And then it was in 2015. So I was a pastor here for about a year and a half. And it was October first, two thousand fifteen, that marijuana became recreationally legal here in Oregon. And the reason I remember that date is because about maybe hundred feet from my the, the door to my office there is a cannabis shop. So I can I can see it right from the door of my office. And they were a medical marijuana shop before October 1st, 2015, and then they had this huge party on October 1st. And so we had people smoking marijuana all over the lawn of the church. And there is mu- music blaring in the street right here. Uh, and so that was kind of, that was uh, an interesting introduction to what what is now kind of the norm here in Oregon.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, so we'll, we'll kind of come back to that a little bit in a little bit. But for any pastor or kind of church leader, again, young adult, whatever, anyone that's a servant in the church who's helped leading people, maybe they're sitting on the fence when it comes to, to the use of recreational marijuana, or maybe they just haven't even thought about it, which I find is the case for many people. You know, what are a few things you would say? And uh, again, I appreciate your discussion on our other conversation, which I can definitely lead people to. But yeah, what would you say to those that are kind of in the in between space, let's say?
1: Yeah, well, right now, I would say now's the time to think about it. Now's the time to, you know, hopefully this podcast will be of some help. But be be talking about it with fellow pastors that you trust in your community and be seeking God and his word about it and and to be careful uh before you really give counsel i think that you know we too often kind of assume answers to these questions without really prayerfully seeking the lord about these things and we have to be careful you know, I, I think about Matthew eighteen six a lot. Mark nine, where Jesus says, "You know, whoever causes one of these little ones to stumble, uh, it would be better if he had a millstone ca- tied around his neck and he was cast into the sea." That is pretty weighty language by Jesus, and I do not want to give permission to do something that would be a heart hardening thing to anyone. And uh, I want to take that that really seriously. So I would say, you know. Think hard about it. And on the other hand, we, you know, sometimes we can give really pat answers for those that want to just really quickly say no without any discussion or nuance or really pastoring the why it's not good. Those that are leaning to say no. I think the church unhelpfully has prohibited things in the past without much Explanation And it's been unhelpful for the church in some circumstances. And so I think we need to really think well, we need to point people to God's word, we need to give them principles, and not just prohibitions, and by which they can really, you know, walk with the Lord.
0: Yeah, no, that's really good. And I'm just thinking now off the top of my head, Jeff, that if a pastor sort of is leaning towards the no and he kind of just says, you know, the Bible says to be sober-minded so you can't smoke pot, is that is that is that a sufficient sort of answer?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I don't think it is in itself. Like, certainly, we want to be obedient to all of Scripture. And I think that impulse to, towards sobriety has a, has a lot to do with this whole marijuana discussion. But um, if we just stop—I'm reminded of one time I was given a sermon text uh, in Ephesians uh, that was—and the sermon text was given, Do not get drunk with wine. Stop. Stop. <laughs> that was it. That oh, was the text I was given to preach. Oh. The first part of the sermon, I I had to apologize and tell them why I couldn't preach merely that scripture reference because it taking it out of out of its context of saying, well, the, God is calling us to a greater delight. This is why not to get drunk with yeah. wine, right? Be <laughs> filled with the Holy Spirit is the point of that whole. Uh, passage it's not um, and so I think it's good to to explain and look to the scriptures why is this sober mindedness commanded. Why is this a biblical principle to seek to be grounded in reality and not grow distorted in our reality to give people a a firmer ground on which to stand? And the Bible does talk about why. The Bible does give us this why. It doesn't just give us the command.
0: That's good. That's really good. And, you know, we do have a little bit of time here, Jeff. I'm wondering, I know in our last discussion, a conversation, you kind of went into more detail about this idea of reality distorting things and reality enhancing things. I'm wondering if you can kind of just share that a little bit, because I think that's important for uh, for different pastors to know as they do, you know, counsel people when it comes to this issue.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'd love to. So, I mean, I think it's really important for us uh, as, as pastors, whenever we're counseling someone, to keep our eye on the big picture, even as we're getting into the nitty gritty, to keep our eye on the big picture, what God is doing, um, and what God is doing is, is he is bringing humanity that is, has a distorted view of him, that is really blind towards him, and he is redeeming a people for himself by giving them a clear vision of who he is. We have an awesome, glorious, majestic, powerful, beautiful God, and the, the fact the Bible tells us we're blind towards him from birth. We're hardened towards Him from birth, and what God is doing is He's taking the blinders off of our eyes so that we can see. Now we see through a glass dimly, and we're getting to that place where we're going to see Him face to face. That's the trajectory that we're on. That's the journey that we're on is through really undistorting reality and and seeing things as they really are. Um, and so anything that's counterproductive to that goal, anything that clouds reality, anything that takes us away from what's real, because the end game is we're going to experience the glory of God and see him in our physical bodies, the, you know, in a renewed physical body. And so that's one of the reasons why we care for our bodies. That's one of the reasons why we, you know, uh, it, it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the end game is that we see God with our eyes, right? We know him. And so I, I want to take care not to distort my vision of reality, and I want to take care for my church members not to distort their vision of reality. I want them to see clearer. I want them to be more sober. I want them to be more alert, more awake to what is real.
0: That's so good. And, you know, like we talked about last time, that doesn't just apply, you know, to marijuana. Obviously, we we put that through, we filter that through so many different things. Uh, what are some things like that? So that's awesome. Now, Jeff, as you look at your own, uh, your own church there in Portland, uh, and the other churches in your area, I'm just wondering, does recreational marijuana use in the church seem to be an issue at all, especially since everything, uh, you know, happened in 2015? Why or why not? Like, what's kind of the prognosis there?
1: Yeah, I was just talking to some, pastors about this the other day and while it does come up certainly in pastoral ministry uh, we've had people want to join the church that are marijuana smokers and had to work through that with them and and so while it, it does come up, I think a large majority of I, I think it's more prevalent than we think. I think there are more people using marijuana its various forms then that make public about it. So might might try it or, or, you know, have it, use it around the campfire and do it occasionally and just not see the need to really share it with other brothers and sisters and maybe not tell other brothers and sisters because they're afraid of getting that backlash or, or thinking that other people just don't understand the uh, about it. Um, and so I think there's quite a bit of that that is going on. Uh, and obviously we want to foster an environment uh, where people are, able to interact with one another on this. Is this a good use of you know, I want someone that's smoking marijuana to to talk with other brothers and sisters and be open with them about it in order to better pursue Christ together?
0: That's good. you know some some pastors and church leaders, even uh, if they you know hear of one of their members saying that you know they use marijuana as a as, you know medicinally, I know for a lot of people that's almost that's a big red flag and they sort you know all these bells and things go off in their minds. I'm wondering, how would you, you know, give some biblical advice to pastors as they deal with people in their church that may use it uh, in that sense? Yeah.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I do think the medicinal issue is another issue altogether. And I... I don't I'm not a doctor. <laughs> so um you know I think like a lot of prescription drugs there's can be a legitimate medicinal usage of it and there can be an abuse of it. Just because someone has a prescription or an ailment doesn't mean they're taking their you know opioid medication appropriately, you know, or for the right reasons. And the same thing can be true with marijuana. But I do think that we need to try to understand and that we need to, you know, be open to how God uh, might use medicine uh, to bring people relief to various symptoms and ailments. Now, how effective marijuana is at that versus... Other drugs I know is debatable, and I don't want to get into the, the weeds, no pun intended, with that. Um, but so I think it's helpful to consult Christian doctors too. And, you know, it's help certainly would be helpful to have a, a doctor on the elders team if uh, the Lord provided that for them to speak into that situation as well.
0: That's really good. Now, Jeff, have you done anything specific at your own local church to help educate people on this area or help provide some, I don't know, workshop or, or something like that?
1: Well, one thing I did was write that article. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and certainly, And certainly, uh, you know, when I'm writing things, the people I'm thinking of most is my local church. Mm. And how is it going to serve them? I'm for, first and foremost a pastor as far as uh, and before I'm a writer or speaker or anything like that. And so I'm thinking about my local church and how this is serving them. And so that's large, That most of them, I believe, probably have read that article, and, and I know that some of them have received help from that. And then I meet with a lot of them one-on-one. I, I think we haven't done a workshop or anything on marijuana. There has been some churches locally that have done that that I thought have been pretty good. I was at one that was pretty good. But our church hasn't done anything like that. But I've met with people, prayed with them, talked with them about it. So And and really, I think, I I know one of the questions you um, were thinking about asking is about resources. And I think the best resource that we have is other godly men and women. So I would just encourage pastors to look to men uh, that you want to be like, pastors that you respect, that you want to emulate their ministry, and talk to them about it. Um, Sometimes in an article or a book, you don't know the character of the person that's writing that article you don't know their ministry you don't know the fruitfulness of it and so look to men and women that you know have a godly life have a relationship with Jesus that you want to emulate and that you want to see other people emulate and and speak with them about it. So. Would you
0: say then that, like, I'm just trying to think here, here, picture a pastor of a local church hasn't thought about this issue at all. He hasn't addressed his congregation at all when it comes to marijuana. What's the first step that they should take when it comes to this?
1: Yeah. And, and this might seem like a real simple answer to the question, but I would say preach the Bible. <laughs> I mean, Good. I think, th- think with all of these things, we need a biblical Christian worldview where the normal steady-state diet of our congregation is God's word through the expositional preaching and and that's the the best context to work out the nitty-gritty issues like this and other things that will come up culturally is if if your people have a biblical worldview that you've informed them week after week over years in uh, you'll I think you'll be surprised at how well, you were able to uh, digest and figure out how to navigate some of these cultural issues.
0: Yeah, and that, that that's really good that you say that. And obviously, I, I would add, and you would also agree with me, just remain you know devoted to the word and prayer. Yeah, uh, through it right. all, it's so good. And yeah, you're you're right what you just said. I was going to reiterate it because I think it's important because I think it can become a um, it can be tempting just to sort of say, okay, marijuana is going to become legal in the summer, so we're going to do a series on marijuana and sure Sure. That could be helpful, but I think what you're saying is just keep that biblical worldview and that re- the story of redemption and salvation clear in their minds. Because the Holy Spirit, I mean, people can have discernment through the Spirit uh, when it comes to things like that. So I think that's really powerful.
1: Yeah, I would I would encourage pastors don't do a series on marijuana. <laughs> do preach the Bible and look for application from God's Word to speak to this issue. But your people don't need to hear about marijuana. They need to hear about Jesus. God's, you know, they need to hear the gospel and the Holy Spirit will give them those desires towards godliness uh, as you, as you feed them God's word. So yeah, that would be my counsel for what it's worth.
0: (laughs) That's awesome, Jeff. Thank you so much. I I appreciate you taking the time uh, to share with all of us this important and just wise information you're given. If you're interested, you've been hearing Jeff and I talk about this other podcast we had. I'll provide the link for that as well for you to listen. Jeff kind of gets into his story a little bit more because he's had experience in marijuana as well. So you can kind of hear that story a little bit more. And also this article that he's written, it's called Marijuana to the Glory of God. You can just head to desiringgod.org and just search marijuana and you'll be sure to find it there in in the few posts that are there. So anyways, thanks again, Jeff, so much. I appreciate it.
1: It's great to be with you. And thank you for addressing this issue as well as other issues. I really appreciate your ministry.
0: Thanks for listening in. Again, let me suggest you head to indow.ca slash marijuana to find more resources, including the full broadcast of our Let's Talk Marijuana event. This live event looked at the issue of recreational marijuana biblically, culturally, and biologically, having an actual doctor with us as well. Anyways, all you need, you can find again at indow.ca slash marijuana. I hope this served you well. Thanks.